There we go. Can you hear that? Yes. This reminds me of like aesthetic TikTok music. Aesthetic what? Silhouette challenge? <laughs> not silhouette challenge. Hey, look, Rebecca, where's your silhouette challenge? I showed you yesterday, remember? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Whoa, this is not even bad. Who's this guy? You thought it was gonna be bad? No, because usually when I see like someone that doesn't have too many views on Spotify, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a smaller artist. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Oh, and by the way, the song is called Slow Down My Thoughts by Zachary Knowles. Because we never say what song we're using in our intros. We have to start doing that, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Fair enough. Okay, okay. Let's begin. Setting so today we have a special guest ali queen <laughs> thanks for having me guys thank you for stopping by we appreciate it so do you want to introduce yourself a little bit um sure hi everyone my name is ali i'm currently in my second year i'm studying health sciences at mcmaster and since, as we all know, classes are virtual this semester, I am calling in from my home in Ottawa. Amazing. So you're in... There we go. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effect. Yes, 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 yes. Giving it the old feeling. Okay. Sure. Um... So second year is known to be the most difficult year. So how are you dealing with things so far? Um, things are going all right. I think in terms of academics, definitely some of the content is harder in comparison to first year, but I would say it's still manageable as long as you're able to stay on top of your workload. Um, one thing that I have noticed though, is I spend like a lot of time working on extra extracurriculars like more time on that than on schoolwork sometimes so that's just been something that I'm working on trying to balance a little bit better um yeah we're halfway through though so <laughs> yeah yeah for sure I definitely struggled with anatomy in second year um how are you doing with that um I think sometimes the content is like easy to digest, but sometimes I don't know if it's like the lecture or if it's just like the type of content that we're learning. It just like, it's hard to get the information into my brain and it takes a bit longer than one might expect to go through a lecture. Um, first semester was okay. The central nervous system and MSK stuff was a bit tough, um, but this semester it's more about like system like the cardiovascular system, respiratory system, et cetera. So hopefully it's like a little bit more easier to study and understand those concepts. Amazing. Wow, you're giving me so many flashbacks. I don't even like that. <laughs> oh my God, when you started to talk about MSK, I was like, wait, 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 what? I got, yo, Rebecca, I don't know if you're like me too, but that's like a part of my brain that I've completely forgotten. <laughs> Anatomy, Jesus Christ. It that was, was like so last traumatic. year. <laughs> Listen, we're not, I'm not trying to make it like a big thing, but it's uh, like when, before we got into anatomy, everyone was like, ooh, anatomy, this, anatomy, that. 
So I got very scared of it. And then that image stayed in my mind. But in reality, I do think it was a very interesting course because you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. The most you learn about the human body in all of health science is second year and it is in anatomy. So I think it's one of the best courses in the whole program. But it's just stressful because of what people tell you, right? Mm -hmm. Like before you went to anatomy, what did you hear about it? Did you hear people saying like, ooh, wait until you get to second year, (laughs) health science, like stuff like that, right? All the time, of course. And people would say like, talk about how the course is so hard or how it was really hard to do well. And I know um, when classes were in person, they would do like the actual bell ringers on like models and stuff. This semester, we sort of just get pictures and like have to label the pictures. Um, So I don't know how reflective that is of typical years, but um, I always hear people talking about how that part is really stressful as well. Yeah, I meant to ask you, how are they doing that online? So I guess we we had to do that for um, our exam, I think last year, where it was like a collection of pictures and then it would like the pointer would point at something, the pin. Is it the same thing where you have to name it and then you have to answer two questions about it? Yeah, like our final exam was like that. And the midterms are like multiple choice, a few bell ringers, and then some short answer questions. Wow. Intense. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like online school better or in-person school better? Um, I would say I still like in-person school better, mainly because... Learning online, you really have to be self-motivated, especially like to go to class and stay on top of your lectures. And I find that when you're in person or if you have people to study with, like at a library or at a cafe, it's just, it's just much more fun. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for when classes can finally be in person, hopefully sometime next year, if not fall, then winter. Um, fingers crossed. <laughs> when will COVID ever be over? We'll never know. <laughs> Wait, did you guys hear about the thing that's going on with uh, the 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 new reset or whatever? What is it called? Damn, I have I no idea what you're talking about. So they said after COVID, there's gonna be there's no going back to the normal way that we used to live. There's gonna be this thing called the the new reset or something. I don't know what it is, but pretty much nothing's gonna be the same the way it was before. Everybody's thinking is gonna change. Like it's gonna be a major reset in human. History. I don't know. That's just a side note, but I'm trying to get well, too morbid. Yeah, I can see that. We've definitely learned a lot during COVID. I think like I definitely changed my perspective on a lot of things as well, just to do with, you know, being alone, being away from humans for a long time and like learning to teach ourselves things. Um, what about you, Ali? Yeah, I think the past year has been a wild ride. There's definitely been some highs, but also some lows as well. And I think especially having so much alone time, you really get to know more about yourself and become more self-aware. And yeah, there's been quite a bit of personal growth. I feel like a lot of people have also experienced that themselves, um, especially in the last 12 months. For sure. Yeah, it's called the Great Reset, my bad. I just had to go back and look it up just to make it. <laughs> the Great Reset. I, I didn't do too much uh, research on this. So I'm not going to speak on it too much, but it's interesting. If you want to go ahead and read about it, it's called the Great Reset. Okay, mm-hmm. so interesting. So you're doing things a little bit differently now because yes. everything's online. Like you switched mm-hmm. your mindset a little bit. That's mm-hmm. good to hear. You honestly, I feel like second year... Um, 
it was fun being in person. I feel like you guys missed out a little bit on the whole lab, like going to the lab. Okay, Ali, don't make them feel bad no. about their virtual learning. No, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. You like, literally I'm, just said. I think you guys missed out on this. No, I, I'm not saying. Okay, that doesn't mean you're never gonna go back and do it ever again. Like, hopefully, when it's opened up again, you should. You should definitely go and get um, familiar with that. Wait. Okay. It sounds a little bit. Yeah. Now that I'm saying it again, like it sounds bad, but yeah. Oh, it's all right. At least we had like a good start of first year slash welcome week experience. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Now it sounds like we're dissing the first year. It's like, oh, you guys didn't even have a good welcome week. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, it's like you can't run away from it, right? You have to you have to say how it is. But I think the way we're coping with it is amazing, especially our program. I, mm-hmm. We were talking about this on the last episode with the um, with the Albie that came, and he's in first year. Pretty mm-hmm. much the way they're coping with it is very good. Like people are engaging, people are still talking together, people are looking at each other, uh, mm-hmm. like unlike other classes and other programs. If you have electives, Ali, just mm-hmm. pay attention, pay attention. Nobody wants to have their cameras on. Nobody really participates as much as people do in our classes. You know what I mean? It's just the way it's set up. That's what. Oh, yeah. You also have cell bio and biochem, right? So Mm -hmm. you're doing all of the group work online, right? So how is that going? Um, So we had biochem in first semester, and I actually really liked my group members. The first few meetings were a bit awkward just because, like, no one really wanted to step up and, like, initiate conversation. But once we got past that awkward phase, I feel like we worked together really well. And we literally had no conflicts throughout the semester. Like, everyone would do their work on time. We'd finish things early. And it was amazing. But this semester, um, we're having we're, – we're still working through our group process. We're trying to figure that out. Um, yeah, it's only been – well, I guess it's been almost half the semester. <laughs> But um, definitely there's been more um, tensions in terms of like people not pulling their weight or not producing as high quality work as like the other group members would expect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're working with that right now. You know <laughs> Hopefully what? it gets better. <laughs> you know what's like unique about cell bio and biochem that you have those like group sessions and like the group process mm. session stuff. So if you, like, encounter problems like you did, you actually have, like, time to figure it out, kind of. So um, good luck with that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No, I think it's good, though. Like, it's good to have conflict and try to work it out because that's when a lot of learning happens. You don't think so? Wait, didn't you guys have the peer, uh, what you call it, the peer tutors that come in and you talk about group process? Yeah. So for we only had one this semester so far and that was like okay I feel like it was like the first one it was still like sort of surface level stuff um but maybe in the next one we'll dive a little bit deeper into the issues yes I'm being ready to hear the tea (laughs) (laughs) no no there's never tea it's only learning from each other you know that's what it is wait let me think back rebecca let's think back to our groups we definitely had issues too like i never had actually i loved both my groups in fact my solo bio group was so close that we would like play soccer together after our meetings and like get dinner and food all the time and we still have like a group chat together like my solo bio group was lit 
my biochem group was like pretty good too so <laughs> i actually like really liked my groups what about you ali um yeah like i was cool with everyone but no i'm saying when it comes to that course itself like there was always conflict you know like some people didn't like how we wanted to do certain things and stuff like that it was never like oh i don't like this person <laughs> you don't think like that you know this is not like something in elementary school that i would be doing. Like, i just don't like you i don't i don't want to be in a group with you i liked everyone but it was just ideas were clashing everyone wanted mm -hmm. things different yeah but i it's think it's good yeah. yeah ali wait isn't that isn't that like a well you're in second year so you're mostly yeah. have been exposed to the whole group like projects and everything pretty much is being done in groups you've like done it a lot now to mm -hmm. the point where you're getting used to it do you like that type of learning where you do everything together or in groups and it's not a a lot of individual like assignments yeah i feel like it's sort of like a double-edged sword, right? It depends on like your group members and how like closely aligned their goals are to yours, especially in terms of learning. I think sometimes if you're surrounded by peers who are really like-minded or even if they have different perspectives, um, are really curious and want to learn more, I think that is a really good learning environment that can stimulate growth. Um, and even if there are some conflicts. I think this is a good time to also develop some other skills, like for example, being able to professionally communicate your expectations and sort of talk out those issues rather than just sort of being like petty behind the scenes, if that makes sense. Because at the end of the day, I think it's always better to bring up those issues as soon as they arise and try to communicate and like work it out rather than, yeah, just sort of not talking about it, but everyone can feel the tension if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, for sure. And it's good that we're kind of learning this early in our careers because later on, we're definitely going to be learning in groups, like no matter what career mm -hmm. um, we're going to go into. So, mm -hmm. yeah, good to have a head start on this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about some personal questions so we know you're a big youtube star ali so how did you become so popular on youtube i just want to know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just have to put that in there you know what i mean we good got use of the sound effects yeah, so just a little bit delayed but you know what i mean that's crazy talk about that how's that um it's been going well. Um, I think I originally got my start from like that one video that did really well. It was like the Canadian Decision Reactions video. I and saw it. I'm your <laughs> biggest I, fan. <laughs> I knew that was sort of like an it's sort of like an unexplored niche because there's so many things about like U.S. colleges and like U.S. university admissions and there's nothing really out there that's talking about like the Canadian version of that process. So um, that's the first video that sort of did really well and I just sort of always like to make videos, but I was scared about what other people thought of me. So I never really started a channel until like the end of grade 12. And that's sort of like when you're seniors, you don't care because everyone else is younger than you and you're just like having fun with your friends. And that's sort of like how it started off. And then entering first year, I sort of became like less committed to it um, just because a bunch of other things were picking up and I was working through the transition of like going from high school to university. But then, um, Someone actually recognized me at Centro. They were like, don't you make YouTube videos? I, I don't know. That just really motivated me to keep yeah. on making content. And yeah, it just That's kept on so going cool. from there. That's so cool. And I remember in high school, you had this like 
uh, Instagram account too, like Study Ali. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> that was <laughs> so long ago, but your uh, aesthetic was so on point. Like, thank you. Goals. Thank you. Thank you. I think this is a good, uh, good place to plug your YouTube video or YouTube uh, channel. What's it called? Is it called just Ali? True. Yeah, you can just find me at youtube.com slash Ali C. Alice, go ahead and follow that so okay so your content is a lot of um tips and uh, do you still upload by the way like you upload uh oh yeah i try to upload um every saturday and most of my content is like productivity vlogs college like lifestyle sort of in that type of area so have you you mentioned that like you were kind of scared of what other people thought right so have yes. have you ever had to like deal with actual hate from people or like from friends who made fun of you or anything um like supr- like surprisingly no not really um obviously sometimes people sometimes leave mean comments in which case you just like ignore them especially on the videos that do like get more views and are seen by more strangers and you just have to keep remember that they're really just judging you based on like the five minutes of your life that you put online and I remember getting my first dislike on one of my videos I was like no like people hate me but at the end of the day it's like one person it doesn't affect your life at all and you just have to have to remember you're helping so much more people than like making them unhappy if that makes sense yeah so yeah just something that you gotta work through like that as for yeah. the friends I've been really lucky. All my friends have been really supportive and yeah, they want to be in my videos too. So <laughs> I'm not complaining. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, look, I, guess- I just real quick. Oh, sorry. I cut you off. Rebecca. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Ali. I would like really quickly. I just searched up your YouTube and damn, this looks like you're doing the, the thumbnails and everything. <laughs> yeah, we need to take some notes from Ali. Jesus. I've been doing- yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to take some notes from her. I'm going to study her uh, thumbnails. especially. <laughs> They've been looking extra crispy. I like it. So I definitely relate to that hate thing because, like, I've been like doing TikTok and a little bit of YouTube and stuff. And on TikTok is a little different because, like, people don't like click on your video. It gets like just shown on the for you mm-hmm. page. So it gets like shown to a lot of people that aren't in my niche. So then I get a lot of comments that are just like straight up, like shut up or like nobody cares or like super rude things like that and like I can't believe people would take time out of their day to just comment stuff like that right yeah (laughs) like like even if it wasn't the type of content they enjoyed they could easily just have like scrolled past it and like not engaged with it but no at least they're boosting you on the algorithm engaging in your content who's really winning here (laughs) like me (laughs) wait that's a very interesting conversation i also just move on if i don't like something i don't comment that's very interesting yeah Uh, Uh, everybody go ahead and follow uh, rebecca becky don't follow me (laughs) and then we got ali c on uh on youtube no that's crazy wait but Okay, that's also another thing. I think our generation, especially, we're exposed to so much social media. I think everybody had that thought at least once in their minds that oh, I should start making videos or I should start making that SoundCloud or, oh, I should start, I don't know, recording a podcast or whatever. I think everyone our age has that mm-hmm. thought. So the fact that, Ali, you started it 
and you had like a thing in your mind, you're like, I'm gonna just try it out. That's really good. I think that's the, the you taking that first step to do that is really good. Yeah, and like putting yourself out there is really difficult. So you're my inspo, Ali. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what what made you what made you create the content that you create? Was it just like a gap that you saw, okay, people are not talking about this where I'm from? And then you just kind of wanted to fill that gap? Or was it something that you I don't know, like, how did, how did you come about creating the type of content you create? Yeah, it, it was, like, sort of that. And also um, more just, like, like personal motives, just to, like, capture memories. And I just like making videos for fun. That was sort of how it started at, like, the end of grade 12 when I just, like, vlogged with my friends. Like, we would go out, like, go to, like, a cottage or something. And it was just really fun to, like, vlog the weekend and have a way to look back at those memories in the future. Um, but definitely the videos that reach a larger audience are the ones that you like plan ahead of time and you know that you're targeting this certain area or this certain niche and those are more like informational educational videos um and i feel like that's how a lot of that's how you attract a lot of viewers to your channel and obviously they'll stay for those for that educational content but there people are just really nosy and want to know what's happening in other people's lives so i feel like that's why vlogs perform so well as well and i love just like vlogging my life so i feel like that's like a perfect intersection of the two definitely so um how do you balance time like just doing everything (laughs) good good question i feel like I don't know, honestly. I feel like I'm always behind on one thing or another. So for example, if I'm like really ahead on school and everything's going really well with that, I'm not doing as much as I want with my extracurriculars or with my my social media. But if the other part of my life is excelling, I feel like I slowly fall behind on school. So that's something that I'm still trying to figure out how to find that sort of perfect balance. Um, But one thing that has helped me is I've explored and tried different types of organization systems, especially in the end of like high school, beginning of first year. And I think I found like, um, like a system that works well for me now. And one thing that I really like to do is called time blocking. So basically if I have, yeah. <laughs> Same. Oh my God. I have a video. About it. Yes. I love time blocking. Um, normally I like just time block for the next day. And if, people who are listening don't know what time blocking is. It's basically when you schedule like certain block chunk of your time out in your calendar to do a certain task. So obviously sometimes you have classes or meetings or appointments that are scheduled ahead of time. But then what I like to do is either the day before or the week before is fill in the rest of those little spots with potential tasks that I like to accomplish. And this just like gives you goals like to go through during the day and like sets out the time that you want to spend on them instead of simply a to-do list where I know I won't do like the tasks that I don't want to do at the end of the day and they will just keep on getting pushed forward if that makes sense. Yeah and it gives you like you know exactly when and what to do at what time so like you're never just sitting there like wondering what to do next right? That's interesting I'd never thought uh, um, seen that like a strategy it's called time blocking yeah well well, you guys have like the same brain y'all be completing each other's sentences (laughs) oh my god (laughs) look it's that creator mindset huh (laughs) wait okay ali well you have you have a lot of experience with this type of stuff like the social media stuff too so for me like let's say i'm someone that wants to start it up 
and I don't know where to begin. Like, what's your, what's your, um, what, what would you tell someone? What would be, what would be the advice you tell someone that wants to start doing something like that? Wants to start their own TikTok or their YouTube or mm-hmm. whatever? What's the biggest thing to keep in mind? Um, what I like to say is like, just go for it. Like, stop thinking about it and just do it because no matter what, the first time you do something, it will probably not be good. Like if we're just being realistic, if you're making your first YouTube video or like you're f- writing a first song or something, the majority of the time, it'll not turn out as like good as your expectations. Like, okay, rewording that. They might, it might not turn out as good as you want it to be or it might not gain traction right away. And I think that's totally fine. It's definitely a learning curve. Um, and as you progress, you'll start to see like improvements in your content and as well as in your skills. And I think that sort of just comes with time. So I think the most important thing is just, just start it now and that then you'll be able to reach where you want to be sooner. Yeah, for sure. And like consistency, right? Yeah. Great. So what do you, um, like, what are your future aspirations and goals with everything? Ooh, are we talking about like, anything or like in terms in social media and specific? I mean social media but also anything <laughs> okay um starting off with okay I guess we can start off with social media um right now I don't have any like particular milestones or anything that I'm like trying to hit I feel like um the past year I've had a lot of growth both personally and like in terms of numbers over my social media platforms and I'm really happy with that and I want to focus a little bit more on my photography business that I just started pretty recently Rebecca knows Mm -hmm. um yeah I started that in October and things have been difficult because of like COVID and stuff um but we're working on sort of building that up and getting more experience and establishing a more like professional portfolio if that makes sense with that and in terms of other walks like parts of my life I guess academically is just like keep up the good grades um I'm not too sure what I want to do after undergrad um so we're keeping options open and sort of exploring that that and yeah for sure you know check out Ali's photography I had a photo shoot with her last week it yes, was sir. great you know if you want to check out my Instagram uh, come <laughs> on what is know. this plug city wait but I'm gonna be honest that uh, Ali you took the best pictures on all of Rebecca's Instagram pictures so uh, I give you props <laughs> for that like out of all the pictures that one was the best at least quality wise I like it like the quality was insane and see i like i like it when i look at a picture i'm like ah a photographer took this one you know what i mean mm. like you could tell I yeah know. it's true it's i think it's like my most liked picture too so like shout out to ali <laughs> it was so cold that day too it oh was literally God. feels like minus 30 outside and we had to take a break like 10 minutes in and mind you, I was wearing like a cropped shirt as well. It was so cold. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, god! The yeah. things y'all be doing for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ali does like you do like uh, like wedding pics and stuff, right? Like couple mm-hmm. pics or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I did. 
I've done like two and I'll be shooting a wedding later on this year but I also really like other than just like plain portraits I like working with businesses so whether that be like going on site and shooting their location or like their products um so I actually reached out to like a local cafe called Equator Coffee and that was one of the first like small businesses I worked with and it that was so fun. I got to shoot latte art and baristas at work. And yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So that's something that I would definitely want to do more. But COVID restrictions make it a bit difficult. So we're just trying to work with that and make the best of the situation that we have right now. Yeah. And it's great that like you, you actually follow the restrictions and stuff because so many <laughs> kids these days are just ignoring things. Okay. So do you have a significant other at the moment? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that next. <laughs> I do, actually. Oh, my um, God, wait. Who? <laughs> do you know Ben? I feel like, like Bree's sister. Like Bree? I mean, Bree's <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're dating Ben Lou? <laughs> I did not know this. We started dating in November of first year. So it's been like over a year. Yeah. And yeah, like we like we do long distance. Um, but like we sort of started off like that, so I feel like it's not been as bad, but he's home for reading week now, so yay, that's awesome. Where does he go? He goes to Waterloo. Oh, yeah. Okay. So how's that long LDR life? Um, I would not recommend. <laughs> it's definitely tough, but it teaches you a lot about, like, not only yourself, but about, like, communication and how important that is and, like, being able to, like, voice your needs. You can't expect the other person to know what you're thinking or, like, what you need and just, like, being able to vocalize that, I feel like is something that, like, you have to get comfortable with them and, like, have the courage to do that or maybe that's just me (laughs) but um yeah I feel like it's been good both for like personal growth and like growth in terms of our relationship yeah that's great Ali and I know nothing about relationships (laughs) hey look we don't have to say that on the podcast what's wrong with you (laughs) Mary exposed herself on the valentine's day one so no 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 it's 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 my choice, Rebecca. That's how I justify it. Yeah, that's <laughs> keep hey, look, telling yourself that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I can have a long distance relationship, but I don't want one, so I'm not going to do it. Mm, interesting. See, I I don't know if I could do it LDR because I'm the type of person. It's so bad that when something bad happens, I like like I don't like tell the the significant other. Like go to someone else and like tell them. <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, Yeah, I just don't share my feelings anyways. So it's like, that's not a problem. Well, at least it's working out for you. (laughs) But but one good thing about long distance relationships is because I also, when I was in a relationship, the the girl I was seeing was very far. Like I had to drive like an hour to see her, which is not that far. But for me, it was like we go to different universities. Mm -hmm. But it's like you'd... uh, um like it's good like it's very fun when you see each other because like you haven't spent a long time with each other so mm-hmm. the times you do have with each other is way more like productive and more fun and everything feels way better than if you saw the person every single day you know what i mean so yeah. that's one like little caveat like a good caveat which is not really good but in your mind it feels better <laughs> um 
but yeah yeah well i actually want to talk to you about the uh the ted talk that you have how did you get into that is it is it is there a way that other students can get into that or was that something you had to apply for and like it's just a completely separate thing yeah so um this year the conference is actually tomorrow and i'm actually one of the co-organizers so i'm not actually doing a talk myself but i'm sort of working to plan the conference oh, okay. and how i got involved with it is in first met, like first year i saw like a post on facebook which was like advertising executive team applications and i just sort of applied on a whim to be a marketing director and i guess my experience with like social media and stuff and with like Wix <laughs> helped out with that because I somehow got the position and I worked with um, another person, like a co-director and we sort of like managed the marketing for that year and the conference turned out really well. It was an in-person one on like this year's and after the conference, the past co-chair went on maternity leave. Um, so she sort of passed down the role to me and another exec member who's my co this year and yeah, we've just been working on planning the conference and it's, it's been, there's, let's just say it's been more of a commitment than I thought it was going to be, but it's exciting to th see things starting to come together, especially since conference is tomorrow. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. So who is um, speaking at tomorrow's conference? Um, so we actually have eight speakers and yes, let's see. Well, one of them is Chica. Um, she's like a, grad like valedictorian um she's a doctor who graduated from u of t and she also like advocates um for like equality for bipoc people in the like the the field of medicine and then we have dr jeff sutherland he's another doctor but he's used to be a family physician and is now battling against ALS so he's talking about um, his experience with that except for his is really unique because he's actually lost the ability to speak so his entire talk is through like the software that he's able to use which is like eye to text to voice and I think that's really interesting because if it was any other year where it wasn't a virtual conference he wouldn't have been able to actually perform his talk and it's great that we're able to give him a platform to share his story with um, the rest of the community. And then there's like six more other people, but that's just like a little sneak peek into wow. it. Wow. So yeah, shout out to you guys. Uh, yeah. And I was going to say, by the time this comes out, the conference is already over. Mm -hmm. So for the people that do want to go back and watch it, is there a way they can do that? Yeah, so we won't be recording the whole conference, but we did actually pre-record the talks. So those will be up on like the TEDx official YouTube channel, hopefully a few weeks after the conference. Wait, Ali, do you play music or instruments and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I played piano up until like the end of high school, but I haven't really done anything after that. Mm, okay, yes, yes. Yeah. I was gonna see if you can, <laughs> you can make like an intro song for this, just oh. off the top or something. But Not nah. talented enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm messing with you. But yeah, let's move on to some new news stuff. Um, wait, there was this funny thing that I saw. The first thing I put down on the docket was on the first year council, uh, Instagram page. Somebody put. You know, like the Valentine's Day thing that's like you put postcards and then people put... People like to put, and from. Yeah, yeah, that. But then like they would put stuff. So let me read some of them because I found them so funny. 
Uh, so for example, right, are you atropine because you make my pupils dilate? Like that's so funny to me. And it's like, can we be CPG Island? No, wait, what is that? I don't know what that is. And it's like, are, are you, you are you a p value of less than zero point zero five? Because you're <laughs> statistically significant to me. Yeah. yeah, that was the funniest thing. So shout out to whoever did that. That was really funny to me. <laughs> we need to come up with some third year ones and I some know. second year ones. Dude, first year is killing it. Why is the rest of the year so lame? And look, y'all are so creative. I feel like, I mean, we're creative too, like third years. But I feel like first years and second years, they're like going out of their way with the social media presence. I like it for sure um yeah so again not much news today uh again i don't know why but like every time i try to look into what's been going on there's not much um another thing that i had was the bhsc fashion show that's coming up um and that one is going to oh be... ali's doing some stuff with that too oh yeah what, what day is that again ali i believe it's on actually let me check my calendar just to make sure i don't give the wrong <laughs> date away i believe it is on the 13th of March. 13th of March, yes. And that's going to be all virtual. So mm-hmm. um, another interesting thing that we have yearly, but this time it's going to be very different. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm sure that people were planning it way in advance. So it's going to be great. Yeah, um, I saw they have, um, they like posted their loungewear edits, I think, on Instagram. Super cute. I made that. Really? You did? Yeah. Wow, look at you. <laughs> That's lit. Yeah, go ahead and check that out. I don't think the well, there is a lot of BHSC events that all of the, everyone, the whole cohort is involved with. This is one of them. I think we should have a lot more of these things where first year, second years, third years, and fourth years all together, everyone's involved. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I really like events like these ones. Like the musical as well. Yeah, oh. musical um yeah i'm trying to think if there was yeah the main one i can think of was this they always hype this one up every year that's i like this one yeah um, anyways so i think that brings us to the end of our podcast do you have any closing remarks ali you ali queen <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like i was like which one of us are you referring to um Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you stayed all the way up until this point. <laughs> yes, sir. And thanks again, Ali, for joining us. Round of applause. Shout out yeah. to all of the second years. Shout out to everyone going through anatomy and biochem <laughs> and cell bio. You guys are going to get through it. You got this. Um, and yeah, with that being said, have a great Monday, everyone. This is coming out on a Monday. Um, yes sir so shout out to everybody have a great monday have a great start of the week after reading week because man that's tough a lot of people have midterms today so if you're listening to this before you do your midterm good luck if you have midterms coming up this week good luck if you have presentations good luck you're gonna kill it and with that being said we'll catch you guys on the next one bye take care everyone bye bye